from the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, join us as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents a concert performance with Laid Back Country Picker. Coming up on Red Barn Radio. Gear. I may not hit every mark More than once I got left behind In the dark with no moon to shine I made it, you don't know how I live in the now Down on the south of France I was nearly busted by the man Taking shots down at the Watts Bar Dam I'm standing, you don't know how I live in the now
Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner. Providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests, the Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Good evening, everyone. I'm Renee Collins, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. Now in our 17th broadcast season, tonight is our 615th live concert performance. We are pleased tonight to present a program of great live music with laid-back country picker. Born into a bluegrass and country-loving family, his influences are 60s to 70s country music when it meant something. His music is as laid back as it gets. Please welcome laid back country picker to the Red Barn stage. I come from down in Lawrence County, Kentucky. Any of y'all ever visit down in Lawrence County? In the 1960s, they ran a telephone line up the holler where we live, and they hooked us all on the same phone line. We were glad to have the phone service, but we quickly realized that when your neighbors got a phone call, your phone rang just a little bit. And if you picked it up, you could hear what those folks were talking about. And folks, that's the wrong thing to do, and I hope no one here ever listened in on the party line. You didn't do that, did you? Because I did. I'm gonna, I know you did. We're going to do a song right now about the things I learned while I was listening on the party line. Some people are moving to Florida, I wish them lots of luck. A marriage is nearly over, a preacher's coming to town. A few folks voted for the Democrat, I can't make a sound. Party line, I'm on the party line, party line. I'm on that party line. make it clear there's people want to know where their money went and they don't know i'm here you wonder how they found out you trust 
trusted your best friend. You laid it out and they played it out. I'm on the other end, party line. I'm on the party line. Party line. I'm on that party line. Redbone Radio's Brad Becker speaking with Laidback Country Picker. All right, Laidback. Can I call you LB? LB's fine. I All right. Like it goes quick. <laughs> hey, LB, tell us more about what it was like in the county where you grew up. It was a dry county, and we've only recently went west here within the last couple of years, which opened up a lot of opportunity for people to get into retail in the dry county. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, and we did. And, my dad was into that retail business for a while. Is your dad still living? No, he, he's went on. Yeah? What else did he do for a living? I'm glad you asked that. My dad did a lot of stuff. 
You know, a lot of people, you see them, they have careers, and they go into a job, and that's what they do for most of their life, or maybe they have two careers. But it seemed like my dad did all kinds of things. He worked on cars, and he was a really good mechanic. He was in the used tire business, which doesn't sound too exciting, but it really was. He worked for Martha White in Columbus, Ohio, because that's what you do when you live in eastern Kentucky. You go to Columbus and get a job. Then you get homesick and come back home. He ran a bar in Fort Gay, West Virginia for a while, kind of famous in a way because in his bar, Ralph Stanley was coming to play a show, and he brought, my dad had Keith Whitley and Ricky Skaggs open up for him. And this is when Keith and Ricky were just two boys playing music. And Ralph came to that gig and heard Ricky and Keith and went, these guys are really good. And that's sort of where they all got together was in my dad's bar. So that was pretty cool. He said that they never knew He carried all of his money in his pockets The banks they may lose it all too They say that you can't take it with you And laugh like it's some kind of joke let me die broke. Don't let me die broke. I never was one to chase money. I never drove a big shiny car. With the bills and the rents, the money I've spent won't take a young family too far. They say that your love is your diamond, more than riches or gold. Don't let me die broke. Don't let me die broke. doctor it's on WebMD I paid with a check I never will see I don't want direct deposit a 401k I just need enough to put me away put me But he said that they never knew. Thank you.
the first concert I ever went to, my dad took me to see the Stanley Brothers. Carter was still alive. And that would have been about 66, and I would have been about two. And I wish I could stand here and say I loved it, but I really don't remember it. But I was there. I saw the Stanley Brothers. So interesting time growing up in Lawrence County. Yeah, and did you have uh, tons of music in the house too? Uh, when you so when your dad wasn't out doing his job at the bar, a lot of or, music playing at the yeah. house. He, you know, he's a, he was a musician, a great banjo player, a great fiddle player, played upright bass, played guitar. I mean, he just played pretty much most stringed instruments. And people would come because dad was in this retail business, and sometimes they would offer him up dobros and things for the things my dad sold. So we constantly had a steady stream of weird instruments in the house and I was just always able to grab them and try to play them so it was really cool. Music distract you from school when you were in uh, you know middle school high school do you remember? Actually I was a great student up through eighth grade. I tried really hard and I took my studies seriously and then I went to eighth grade ninth grade and there was guys there who had Led Zeppelin on their mind and they introduced me to Led Zeppelin and that became a little more important than things I should be doing in school so yeah I didn't <laughs> reach my potential in high school. <laughs> Did you go to college afterwards? Not right afterwards, no. Afterwards, uh, got married pretty early on, got a job as a mechanic in a garage working, not really making much money. Kind of bounced around, always played music, trying to support myself, and really just wasn't being very successful. Did you do a little stint as a chef, as a seafood chef someplace? That's absolutely not true. No, I, no. I, I thought I heard something. Now, a lot of people say that, but there's no truth to that. But there's no truth to that? No, none whatsoever. Oh, I, th I thought it was, I thought there was a French restaurant called Long John or Long Jean. <laughs> okay, I did work for a week at Long John Silver's. <laughs> but let me tell you, that was back when you, when you worked at Long John's, you had to wear a pirate costume. Do you guys remember that at all? They made, I got this red striped suit and you had to wear this bandana. So I'm there, you know, making hush puppies and all my buddies come in. So that lasted a week. I was, I was out. Thanks for knowing that. <laughs> Foreign cars about to blow. There's a place that you can go. The police auction Friday night. Boys, I'll steer you right. Crown Vic fleet maintained. Your life will never be the same. Put the family in, in the, the back. McGoffin County Cadillac. Yep.
Gainesville Riding like a coupe de ville Prestonsburg to Elkhorn City A beauty's looking awfully pretty Flag that plane down Sandy Hook West Liberty was all it took Jackson stands around the town Boonville tried to shut me down Ain't no need to try to ground me Meet the king of Estill County McGoffin County Cadillac McGoffin County Decide, um, LB, that you were going to take it out and good old country music. And how'd you choose the country music you chose? Well, country music sort of chose me. In my household, it really was bluegrass. And my dad and mom both just loved bluegrass music and Johnny Cash. And I, I thought that was just standard issue. I thought every household had some Flat and Scruggs and Sandler Brothers and Johnny Cash. After I was married and trying to make some money, I got in this neat little country band and we were playing just VFWs and American Legions and whatnot. And I was playing tons of covers of stuff like Merle Haggard and Waylon Jennings and George Jones and all that. And honestly, I wasn't real proud of it. I was like, you know, I want to be in Led Zeppelin and I'm playing these songs, but they make me some money. But it sort of just soaked into me. And the longer I played it, the more I appreciated it. And then as I got farther away from it, I think I wanted to come back to it because it's such a simple and pure music that now I've, you know, I don't have to try and be cool anymore. So that's what I like to play. You did not really welcome in the 80s and what happened in country music in the 80s? No, the, someone invented some keyboard called the DX7 by Yamaha, if you know what that is. And every song had it in it. It was just horrible. There was no guitars or no phase pedals, and you didn't hear Telecasters much. And it was a dark period. It was a dark, the dark ages of country music, maybe. <laughs> is this kind of where you always wanted to be, doing the rock and roll thing with the, uh, you know, the rock and roll country thing, a couple of young bucks, dancing girl, guitar player. Yeah, I've pretty much achieved that all I wanted to do. <laughs> I would like to go back to Long John's and give it one more shot. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like I, I got cut short there. Kathy with an eight ball Down at the pool hall Chalking every she meets Breaking hearts Busting balls Let's see How far She falls It's gonna Take Kathy Home tonight
easy for us to judge Kathy as we drive by in our big fine cars and see that poor girl there in the ditch. But Kathy wasn't always that girl. There was a time when she had dreams and aspirations just like us. I recall back in high school, Kathy was dating the star welder at our school, Billy Mack. Billy Mack was all district welding. He lettered in it. You know, few people realize that in Kentucky, welding is a KHSAA sanctioned sport. And Billy Mack was the best we had. Kathy tried to get on as a cheerleader for the welding team, but through some fire marshal regulations, she was unable to fulfill her dream. So on through high school they went until they graduated, and soon they got a little house together out on the outskirts of town and they were married. And Billy Mack got a job down at the local freight yard, loading up the big rigs. A few months later, Billy Mack came home with wonderful news. His foreman had offered him a job driving his own big rig. He would be going off to see places that they had only dreamed about. Well, soon he'd be running out to places like, like Albuquerque, New Mexico. He would run that rig to Wichita, Kansas. He made a run all the way up to Coos Bay, Oregon where the Ray Stevens Festival was going on. Augusta, Maine. Toledo, Ohio. Tampa, Florida. Sometimes Billy Mack would be gone for weeks at a time. But every time he came back, he made it a practice to always bring a single red rose back home to Kathy because that would signify that Kathy was the rose of his heart. Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with laid-back country picker. Recorded live from the Performance Hall and Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. We're back with more from laid-back country picker after this break. This is Red Barn Radio.
peace of my heart. Welcome back. Tonight, we're with Laidback Country Picker, recorded live from the Performance Hall and Arts Place in Band. Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio. Lionel Richie. Did I say little Jimmy Dickens? I meant to. They would listen to LL Cool J, L7, Lydia Lunch. Living on a Prayer, a musical tribute to Bon Jovi. Produced by Richie Sambora. They would listen to Lester Flat, but not Flatt and Scruggs. Because Earl's boys had started smoking weed at this point, and they couldn't listen to Flatt and Scruggs knowing that. So only Lester Flat. But probably the most important band they listened to was our friends from up in Canada, Loverboy. In high school. Yeah? Yeah, we hooked up in high school. Um, she was a grade or two under me. She was a sort of a, I don't know, just a cute little girl. And we sat at the lunchroom table together. Found out that she liked Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. And I went, hmm, this could be an interesting situation here. So she was really funny, had a sense of humor. And we kind of chased each other a little bit, but it didn't work out. And I graduated, and we still hadn't really gotten together. But then after I left school, I thought, well, you know, this is, girl's pretty neat. I probably need to try and find her again and hook back up with her. She didn't say no, so I went with it. To get along with Honey's dad? I never met Honey's dad. No? Honey's dad had passed away before we got together. All right. Mom, mom trust uh, you and believed in Oh, you? absolutely. Uh, her mother and I got along very well. 
Very nice. She seemed to like me for the most part. <laughs> you know, I really identified with people who, who were older than me because I'd spent a whole lot of time with my grandmother and my great uncles, which I'd written a song about. So the older generation of people, I just felt very comfortable with them. And, and her, her mother was a little bit older, so we clicked pretty well. I drove a red Carmageddon down to old Seoul, South Korea. They said, now what's it all mean? I said, Dung Chow Ping. I drove a green Barracuda down to old Havana, Cuba. You know that they looked at me weird Like pulling Uncle Fidel's beard I drove a straight six Kremlin Down through the halls of the Kremlin You know that they don't care to cuss you Down in old Soviet Russia I rode a chopper BSA to Belfast from the USA They said, are you in the IRA? I said, no, but I get bombed every day It ain't no part of nothing that is what the man says Stop looking for meaning and answers In the long run we're all dead those things and you're at home and you play them on your acoustic and they sound one way and you play them in your living room and they're great and really I wonder what will happen when I throw a band with them I wonder what's going to happen so we'll see is that what you have in mind for those tunes I really want to be open about them I'll play them with the band and see and sometimes you know I really think maybe the one song about driving to Carmagee it's so nice kind of quiet like that maybe that's the way it needs to stay I don't know have you always in in the past put together tunes with a band in mind or is this sort of a new direction for you thinking about you know how to put together songs that work just on acoustic no, I've always written with a band when when I write in my head I hear a band back in the 80s I got me this horrible drum machine and I would write songs with that drum machine and it actually had a glitch in it where it would stop and keep going and it always did that, so I wrote songs with that glitch in it all the time, and I guess it's just part of what I did. 
Then whenever uh, Garage Band came out, well, holy cow! You could just there's drum kits and patterns and all this. So, but I've always written with a band in mind. So it is yeah. kind of new for me to sit down with an acoustic. I know you guys find this hard to believe, but I'm not the greatest singer in the world. So I just, when it's just me and an acoustic, I feel a little insecure. When I have a rock band behind me, you know, I'm a lot more confident. Huh. So it's a, it's a whole new territory for me. I've always wanted to play guitar, wanted to play in bands. I've been in rock bands since I was in high school. I really love Jimmy Page and trying to play all that Led Zeppelin stuff. And I played so much, you just naturally got better at it. And I played in a lot of bar bands that were playing three and four nights a week, and you just constantly get better. But I remember one time, you know, I thought I was a pretty good guitar player, and I was friends with the Georgia Satellites, and some way I weaseled my way into a situation where they said, come up and do a song with us. And I got up there, and I didn't do such a good job. And I thought, my gosh, I've blown it. They'll never, they won't even talk to me anymore. They won't let me play. But I went home that evening with the realization that you need to get as good as you can possibly get because you don't know when that time comes, and you don't know when somebody's going to sound the bell and say, you're on. So I think I took it a little more serious from that point and said, you know what, I need to practice and be the best me I can be because you never know. You don't know when that's going to happen. Well, that's so, a pretty cool opportunity to be able to jump up with the Georgia Satellites. It was, and they were nice to me, and they've had me play guitar with them numerous times after that, so I guess I didn't stink it up too bad. <laughs> I guess not. That first time, and, you know, I was petrified because I love the Georgia Satellites, and there I am, I'm on the stage with them, got a guitar in my hand, I'm just a nervous wreck, and I just played really horribly. Your guitars... Uh, guitar players refer to their guitars as their children, as their lovers. How do you think of your instruments? Honey, it's, it's nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> You've had a lot of them. Uh, guitars, that is. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. You know, I do have a lot of guitars, and, and I just see those things, and I'm just drawn to them, much like some of you guys are car collectors or whatever. You collect old Silvertone record parts. I love guitars. The vintage market went so crazy, you can't afford those now. So I'll go into pawn shops and just find cool Japanese guitars or whatever. They're just really odd. But I've got two that I've had with me the longest time. This Telecaster I've had 25-plus years, and I've got an old Les Paul Custom that I bought back when you could afford to buy a Les Paul Custom. And if I had to get rid of everything except two, those were the two I would keep. And that Telecaster, it doesn't have a Telecaster neck on it. It doesn't, doesn't have it. a Telecaster anything on it. It's a parts guitar. Someone put a strat neck on it, it's been broken in half, it's had a rough life, but you know, it's my guitar, and I know it inside and out, it knows me inside and out. We don't get along all the time, it doesn't play well, and I get mad at it, and I really do, it's like we have this love-hate relationship, but right now, things are pretty good. It could be worse, you could be dating a nurse that works a night shift at the nervous hospital. Thank you for knowing that. could be worse you could be under the curse of a man who dug a well and found a Chinese army it's real
they don't teach you that in school. She could be driving the hearse with the man who bought the world from old Dave Bowie. since we're here and I, I can pick up on cues and I think you're done with me <laughs> but I've got to mention my good friend Tyler Childers and how much he's helped me out yeah. how about Tyler tell Childers? us about Let's that yeah. what's your what's your relationship with Tyler who Tyler, Tyler's been on the program here on Red yeah Bond. I heard he'd been on Red yeah, Bond yeah. before he's another former student I had him in ninth grade as a in my government economics class and he's got this little dude who comes up and says hey do you know who Jack Kerouac is and I was like in fact oh, I do Tyler on. and I'm glad you do and he was writing songs in ninth grade that were just head and shoulders above everyone else and his depth of knowledge of a 14 year old student didn't match up with what it should have been he was really writing nice songs when he was 14 and he just continued to write and he's been so generous with me he helps me out a lot. He wears that shirt with my face on it, which I really, I probably wouldn't be standing here right now if that didn't happen. So Tyler has done a lot, not just for me, but just the music scene in Appalachia in general. And we're just all really proud of Tyler Childers. Truck stop Sam. Don't you know you're gonna fall? Stop Sam. Don't you know you're gonna fall? One good woman loves you, but you try to love them all. Will you go down to the diner, coffee cup and plate? A little girl takes your order, her heart's about to break. Truck stop Sam. 
you know you're gonna fall One good woman loves you But you try to love them all Love them, Sam see which way the wind blow. Where's the little girls in the Hollywood bungalow? Are you a lucky little lady in the city of lots? Or just another lost angel? City of nine. Thank you. Go ahead and clap. The great Jim Morrison. took me about a week to figure out how to wire this phone up, so I'm going to get my money's worth out of it. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee, it gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. Hey, we laid rubber in the Georgia asphalt. We got a little crazy, but we never got caught. Down by the river on a Friday night with a pyramid of cans in the pale moonlight. Talking about cars, dreaming about women. We never knew nothing just living for the minute. The great Alan Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. What about this? That was really nice. Hey, this ain't no party. This ain't no disco. This ain't no fooling around. This ain't no mud club. No CBGBs. I've got no time for that now. Because it's the same as it ever was. The same as it ever was. The same as it never was. David Byrne, ladies and gentlemen. So when you all came down here tonight, did you think this was going to happen? I was going to read off some rock lyrics and you guys would applaud like it's works of art. Ladies and gentlemen, it is works of art. You take those out of context and those lyrics are beautiful just like anything that Shelly or Keats or anyone has written. I'm happy that I know who Shelly and Keats are. That's pretty good. I went to school with Shelly Keats. Alright, here we go. This is the last one. Oh, what was that? These guys are making stuff up. Alright, here we go. What's the first line? I woke up this morning with a wine glass in my hand. Whose wine? What wine? Where the hell did I dine? It must have been a dream because I don't know where I've been. Come on. Let's do it again. 
Red Barn, do you feel like I do? Do you feel like I do? It's true. You do feel it. We all feel the same, I guess. That was a song by Mr. Peter Frampton, recorded on his great album, Frampton Comes Alive. Give it up for Peter Frampton, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Frampton, a member of the Humble Pie. By the way, I think Frampton's best work is in Humble Pie, but then he went solo. And he was a pretty good-looking boy, so he unbuttoned his shirt and sang some pretty songs. That made a bunch of money, and who's to blame him? But I gotta tell you something, that record sold way over a million, it sold millions of copies on the strength of Do You Feel Like We Do, or Do You Feel Like I Do, or Like Somebody. So Frampton plays this song, and it lasts a long time, and in the song, he takes his Les Paul guitar and runs it through this gizmo, where it makes it seem like Peter Frampton's guitar can say words, and he makes it talk, and says all this stuff, and people thought that was cool. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, I can do that. I have one of those gizmos at my house and I can wire my guitar up to it and this Telecaster can say anything that Peter Frampton's guitar can say. But I choose not to do that out of respect for you, the audience, because I would never stoop to a gimmick to entertain an audience. Jimmy and speed off in the night. Turn on the Jesus radio to teach you wrong from right. Truck stop Sam. Don't you know you're gonna fall? One good woman loves you, but you try to love them all. I said one good woman loves you, but you try to love them all. Thank you all so much. like to thank Laidback Country Picker and his band for being with us this evening. Thanks to our volunteers for their help with our production each week, especially Ryan Zinka, Will Padgett, Barry Albritton, and Kay Hunnanen. And a very special thanks to Becky Alfrey for her work with our social media. And Becky's in the audience today, so let's give it up for Becky Alfrey. We thank you all for listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook Live, and those listening to us on the Red Barn Network of Stations. We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio, which strives to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition and artists of this Kentucky region, and then share this treasure with the world. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Performance Hall at Arts Place in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We are on the web at redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available on the web at eventbrite.com Lexington. 
Who wants to hear one more song from Laidback Country Festival? points up the folly of men. Big Barn Radio would like to thank laid-back country picker Eric, Bridge, and Honey for being with us tonight. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, 
AccuPrint is on the web at AccuPrint.us. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Red Barn Radio's line producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. We also thank our volunteers. Like us on Facebook? Follow us on Twitter. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. You'll find performance dates and times at redbarnradio.com. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. For more information on the band, they're on the web at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. (laughs) 